Hey friend, are you searching for a podcast that partners faith and entrepreneurship? A toolkit of tactical how-tos to start or grow your online business God's way? Hop over and check out The Stephanie Gass Show, a top 0.5% podcast for women who are ready to create impact and income without sacrificing family or their faith. Listen in to over 500 episodes on biblical business training, clarity on your niche, podcasting, monetizing, and so much more. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S, The Stephanie Gass Show. I pray it blesses you. Good morning, my friend. Hope you're doing well. I am coming at you early in the morning on a surgery day. I've got to be heading to the OR soon. I just want to give you a couple thoughts. As we wrap up another month and get ready to head into um, something new, and I want to just encourage you. A lot of times we, we think, you know, I already did this or did that or didn't do this or didn't do that or I didn't hit my goals or whatever for this month, so I'm just going to wait and start tomorrow. Right? Well, I want to give you a different way to think about that today. If you think about how writers write great books, the secret is always, if you want to tell a great story, you have to know where you're going before you start. The writers always say you begin with the end in mind. So if you want to end up with your story being what you want it to be, being exciting and being heartwarming or the 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 girl gets the guy or the dog comes home or whatever happens in the end that you want to happen, you have to begin the story with the end in mind. I want to bring you an episode I did last year on July 1st. Today's June 30th. Last year on July 1st, I brought you an episode about telling a good story with your life. And I used my mother-in-law, Patty, as an example. Today's Dennis and Patty, Tata and Nanny's 61st wedding anniversary. Of course, we lost Patty back in 2018. Um, but as a way to honor her, I want to bring you this back. I want to give you the idea of don't, don't go into a month and wonder how you're going to get where you're going. Think about where you want to go and use that to help you tell the story as you're going along. And this month can be the month that you finally break through. Everything comes together, but you have to begin with the end in mind. You have to tell a great story with your life, and to do that, you have to know what kind of story you want to tell. You can't just wander through it. So this is a great episode. Um, it kind of covers a lot of ground. I'm going to finish with a song that Patty would have loved. Um, Tommy Walker wrote a song all about your glory. And it's, if you want to talk about how to put your life together in a way that it tells a great story, there's no better way to do that than to make it about the glory of somebody bigger than you. If you make your life about him and about what he wants, then your life will look like the perfect picture of what a human life could be. And so we're going to finish this story, this episode about how to tell a great story with Tommy Walker's song, All About Your Glory. This one's for Patty. Happy anniversary, Dennis and Patty. Friend, you're going to enjoy this. And I will see you tomorrow, a brand new month and something new for the podcast every day in July. Um, One more thing. The podcast is growing. We're having a great month here on June, uh, in in June of this year, and um, I just want to hear from you. If you came to the podcast because a friend of yours recommended it to you, if you're a second generation listener, we would call you then somebody wasn't connected uh, originally, but but found the podcast because of the recommendation of a friend or a loved one. Would you reach out, either comment on Substack or comment on Podbean or Apple or wherever, or send me an email Lee at drleewarren.com. We'd love to know where you are, what your story is, how you came to the podcast, and how we 
we can serve you better. Lisa and Tata and I are always looking for how we can make this even more valuable to you. And, of course, there's the prayer wall, and there's a newsletter. You'll hear about that in the intro in a minute. But but we just want to encourage you, if you're, if you're new around here, we'd love to hear how you got here. And if you were recommended to the podcast by somebody else and you found value in it, then go ahead and pass that along and share it with somebody else. We're growing. We have a goal of trying to get to 100,000 downloads a month, and we're on our way. We're almost at 40,000 this month, so we're growing. And if you think it's valuable, we'd love to hear from you about how you got here, where you are, what your story is, and we'd love for you to share it with somebody else. This this episode is for Patty. It's about telling a better story with your life, about how to get there by beginning with the end in mind. And the best part is you can always start today. Good morning, my friend. It is super early. I'm up and at it, getting ready to bring you a little message before I go to surgery this morning. I hope things are going great in your world. We are having a good time this summer out here on the river. Uh, work is going great, but boy, Nebraska is just the most beautiful place I've ever been, and we love living out here on the river. I'm so grateful to be here, and the community of North Platte and the surrounding areas have, have just embraced us so well, and Lisa and I and our team of people from Wyoming that came here are just incredibly grateful and and i just i'm I'm just so happy in july you know it's the back half of 2021 already believe it or not i thought it might be a good time to talk a little bit about what the next part of this year is going to be um yesterday um, was our uh, my in-laws patty and dennis um you hear of course tata on this podcast every tuesday now um but it would have been their 60th anniversary patty passed away in 2018 after they'd been married 56 years and as i was thinking about their anniversary and and what a special person she was. I I remembered that I wrote part of the eulogy that was used at her funeral to discuss her amazing life. And I remembered uh, I had written in my newsletter around that time that there's a passage in Second Chronicles chapter 2120 talking about this guy named Jehoram who was one of the kings and in the in the just a little verse that sums up his life and it says he passed away to no one's regret. I thought, what a terrible way to sum up somebody's life. He passed away to no one's regret. And I don't want that to be me. But then I thought about Patty and her life. And what I wrote about her was this. Let me let me read you the eulogy that I wrote for Patty's funeral. Patty's mission was to show people they were loved, teach children about Jesus, and remind all of us that we mattered to her. She never missed a birthday card, a happy anniversary call, or a congratulations for any accomplishment, no matter how small it may have been. She was going to be the first person to call you on your birthday. Patty noticed people. She kept track of their lives. She made sure they knew how important they were to her. She loved Thanksgiving and Santa Claus, and her home and her table were open to countless guests over the years. She didn't just say she loved you. She showed you that she loved you. She never met a stranger from waiters to nail salon employees to mechanics and computer technicians. She wanted to know your story. She didn't forget your name. And she never failed to turn any encounter with another person into an opportunity to make them smile and feel special. Decades of teaching elementary school Bible classes has produced a legacy of people who will acknowledge that their parents might have taken them to church, but Miss Patty taught them about Jesus. She lived a life of purpose. She loved Jesus and everyone she met and leaves us with more smiles and warm memories than one life should be able to hold. She made a difference for all of us. So today, since it's July 1st, we have an opportunity to look at the the second half of this year with new eyes, right? We have a, a way to kind of reset and restart, just like it's a brand new year today, July 1st. Jump into July, okay? 
And I want to think just for a second about the the gap between Jehoram passed away to no one's regret and Patty lived a life of purpose, loved Jesus and everyone she met and leaves us with more smiles and warm memories than one life should be able to hold. I want to live a life more like that than he passed away with to no one's regret, right? And so I thought, how do we do that? What's the what's the secret that Patty got onto that led her to such a great and and thought and and sort of praiseworthy life, right? How did she do that? And I think the secret is to focus on something called storytelling. Now, of course, you know I'm a writer. I talk about story a lot. And in the craft of how to put together a good story is I think how you end up living a life that tells a great story. But there's one thing you got to do if you want your life to start telling a great story. And that, my friend, is that you have to start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery. To get it done, you can get the show notes and more at drleewarren.podbean.com. That's drleewarren.podbean.com, and if you'd like the show, Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. All right. So I've been telling you for a few weeks that I'm in the process of writing my next book. And I think this is going to be a really important book. I'm really excited about it. It's going to the publisher soon for hopefully uh, to get a contract uh, going so we can start the process of editing and cover design and all that stuff and get get this thing published in 2022. That's the goal. And I'll just tell you that the early phase of writing to me is harder than brain surgery. Editing the book is hard because you want to make it, you want to make the story you're telling as good as it can possibly be. My editor said, you're not done until you've bled out every emotion and painful aspect of the story type thing. Like you've got to squeeze out the juice so that the reader gets the full experience that you're trying to get them to so they can learn as much as they can and be and, and take as much as they can from the, the words that you put on the page. You don't want to leave anything on the field. You want to, you want to get it all out there. My problem is I'm such a positive kind of guy that even when I'm trying to write about deep things, my first drafts are usually kind of too sunny and too shallow. And Dave Lambert or Susan Jaden, those professional editors, will say, hey, you need to cut that vein open a little bit more. You you, you got to let us have more. You, you don't do shallow with your drafts. You got to go deeper. And usually what happens is I'll I'll write something and I'll send a few chapters of batch off to my agent, Kathy Homers, or, or one of my editors. And it takes a few weeks to get that stuff back. And so then I've got some time on my hands. And so what I do in that gap time is I'll, I'll catch up and get a little bit ahead on podcasts or I'll read something about writing to get myself in a little better space. 
and I'll try to just improve my craft a little bit. I'll try to get a little bit better at what I'm doing. One of the things that every book I've ever read about writing emphasizes is that if you want to tell a really powerful story, there's one thing that you absolutely must do, and that is that you have to begin with the end in mind. Hey friend, are you searching for a podcast that partners faith and entrepreneurship? A toolkit of tactical how-tos to start or grow your online business God's way? Hop over and check out The Stephanie Gash Show, a top 0.5% podcast for women who are ready to create impact and income without sacrificing family or their faith. Listen in to over 500 episodes on biblical business training, clarity on your niche, podcasting, monetizing, and so much more. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S, The Stephanie Gash Show. I pray it blesses you. Now I've written two complete 100,000 word novels that you will never see. The first one was called The Inverse Problem and it's terrible. <laughs> it's in a drawer somewhere. I don't even know where it is. The second one's called Kill Switch and I really liked Kill Switch. I, I thought it was going to get published. But the main reason that it didn't get published, and, and Inverse Problem especially, but the main reason is that I learned over time that I wrote those books from the front. In other words, I had an idea about a character and some stuff to make them go through and some cool scenes that I wanted to write. And they were both really exciting and fun, had some good action. And I got really good feedback about Kill Switch from, from some good people. In fact, the, the guy who edited Silence of the Lambs was one of the people who looked at Kill Switch. And he, he gave me some really, really good feedback. I did some things well. He thought it was, you know, the story was compelling and all that, blah, blah, blah. But even though I improved the craft and I worked really hard and I did a lot of things well, what doomed the book and the reason it didn't get published is something that I heard from more than one person that reviewed it. It's something to the effect of, even when I got to the end, I wasn't really sure what the story was about. Yeah, you had taken us through some interesting things and you developed some good characters and there were some exciting scenes, but we didn't really know what you were getting to. We didn't really know what the story was about. And that breaks your heart when you put a baby out there in the world like that. But when I, when I had that happen the second time, I learned and I started listening to those books about writing and I got better at the thing that you have to do, which is to begin with the end in mind. That's the thing. And the new book that I'm writing, I started with where I want that book to go and I'm writing to that goal. It's been said of J.K. Rowling that when she started the Harry Potter books, she had the last scene of the last novel before she wrote the first scene of the first novel. So that gave her a north star, a magnetic north, true north to follow as she was writing that whole saga because she knew where it was going. With I've seen the interview, there was a huge difference in the beta readers. I had a group of people, an agent and several, at Lisa and several other people that read the completed first draft of I've seen the interview that had also been my beta readers for No Place to Hide. And the feedback I got at the, the first draft stage of I've seen the interview was so much better. People were like, hey, this book is almost ready. There's just a few little things you got to change and tweak out here and there. There's some timeline issues and whatnot. The reader's feedback was a lot better than it had been for No Place to Hide. And the reason why was this, because after I wrote those two unpublishable novels, after I told two really long stories that didn't go anywhere, and after I read all those books out there about how to be a better writer, I finally listened and I began that book, I've seen the interview, and the new one, with the end in mind. 
I began to write from the back instead of from the front. When I started chapter one, I had a solid grip on where I was going and what the book is about. And that lesson applies to your life because if you want your life to end up like Patty lived a life of purpose and loved Jesus and helped other people love him too, and not he died to no one's regret, you have to begin your story Start July 1st and think about what July 30th is going to look like. Think about the story that you're going to tell with the things that you do this month and next year and the rest of your life. The best way to get the life that you really want is to think about the story your life is telling. But to do that well, to tell a story where you're, with your life that's not just a collection of scenes, triumphs, and tragedies, is you have to think about the place that you want the story of your life to end before you live it all out. One of the best books I've ever read about the craft of viewing your life as a story is Donald Miller's book, A Million Miles in a Thousand Years. It's a really weird book. Donald Miller's books are weird. But he wrote this book called A Million Miles in a Thousand Years, and it's really about telling a story with your life. And he said this, if you don't think every day about how people in the future will look back at your life, then you're not very likely to end up having lived a life worthy of anyone looking back on. Now, I'm personally, I'm not so concerned about the legacy point of view. In other words, I don't think you ought to live your life trying to script out how other people view your life. That's not what I mean. Instead, I think you should live a life that's joyful and abundant and means something because Jesus said he came here to have to give us an abundant life right? John 10, 10. I came that you might have life and have it abundantly. So when I'm writing a character or setting up a scene in a book, I want the character to overcome obstacles, face their fears, grow as a person and win in the end, or at least win, or at least end in a noble way where the story was worth telling, even if they didn't win. But if I just sit down and start typing, if I just go to work and start working, I usually find the character or myself just wandering through a series of events and circumstances and winding up somewhere in the end, but nobody can really figure out what this story was about. And I don't want that to happen in my life, and I don't want it to happen in your life either. The secret to living a story that's about something, friend, is to keep the end you want in mind while you're living it. Look, it's a new month. There's a lot ahead of us. Half the year is in front of us. The rest of your life is in front of you. And while none of us yet knows all the scenes that will play out this year, we can be in control of what our story is about. So the question for you today, Dave or Clay or Lola or Juliana or Will or Lisa or whoever else is listening out there, what is your story about, friend? To really know, you need to figure out how you want it to end. You have to write it from the back. You have to begin with the end in mind. Begin with thinking about what they're going to carve on that rock someday. He died to no one's regret, or he lived a life, she lived a life of purpose and loved Jesus and helped other people see him. What do you want the story of your life to tell? There's a memory that I have of when Scarlett, our first granddaughter, was little. Every night she would choose a book and she would bring it to Nate, her dad, or Katie, our daughter, her mom, or if we were visiting, she would bring a book to somebody and ask them to have story time with her. And it was a great honor because she really liked for her daddy to read to her. So we were visiting one time. Scarlett came downstairs with her little book and came up to Nate and started to hand it to him. And then she turned and stood in front of her mom, Katie, our beautiful daughter, and stood there for a second, and then she turned to Missy, my wife Lisa, and that's Missy, her grandmother, and almost gave the book to her, but then she turned to me, and she said, Pop, 
and she climbed up in my lap and she chose Pop to have story time with Pop. It was a great honor because I got to tell this little girl a story that framed how she felt as she went to sleep that night. And I just thought about that, that I want story time with Pop. I want the end of my life to be a story that Scarlett would choose to read and would learn something from and be inspired and challenged by and shed some tears over, but be encouraged at how I handled all the things that occurred during the story. I want my life to not end on he died to no one's regret, but rather end on he loved Jesus and lived a life of purpose and, and story time with Pop was worth reading. I want to live a better story. I want to have people in the future be able to look back at my life and know what it was about. And I want that for you. I want you to tell a great story with your life, friend. But if you're going to do that, you have to start today. Oh, for the living God, yeah. Oh, I want to make my life all about your glory. I want to spend my days telling the world your story. In everything I do, in everything I say, following after you, I'll give you thanks and praise. I want to make my life all about your life. Be all about your love and your power, your love. 
Thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren podcast is listener supported. Check out patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. That's patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. Patrons and partners get free books, transcripts, special patron only episodes and more. And partners like you allow us to stay ad free and keep growing. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.